Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ends with Z. I'm Juan Fernandez, along with Cecile Munoz. And Cecile, how are you feeling today? You know, I am doing well. I am feeling not as tired as I have been, but mm -hmm. you know, I'm feeling uh, okay. Yeah, I'm okay, too. And it's okay to feel okay, right? That's right. And I'm glad that you asked, how am I feeling? Because most of us ask, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. Which uh, can be kind of a throwaway question. So today we're going to tackle a, a topic that for a lot of people is taboo and it's very uncomfortable and that's our emotions. That's right. Whether it's you um, looking into your own emotion or, or, or reflecting on your own emotions or, or sharing it with others, it really is a weighted subject. Absolutely. But... The way I would like for us to, to think about it and mm -hmm. the way we want to talk about it today mm -hmm. is the fact that emotions are a vital part of our everyday life. Um, it is what connects us to other people and it's what connects us with ourselves, how we think about our life and, and how we, th if we think about the experiences mm -hmm. in our life. But it's very important for us to understand our emotions and understand what consequences and what actions they they have uh, they make us have uh -huh. and that if we're not mindful of that mm -hmm. it could have a, a, a very negative impact or a very positive impact mm -hmm. on our well-being and our happiness right it seems like a lot of people compartmentalize their their emotions like mm -hmm. i'll share them with my family i'll share them with my partner but maybe not share them with the folks at work or my neighbor. Mm -hmm. um, so you're almost putting your emotions into little boxes, which at the end can be not very good for us. Yeah, so if we start by thinking about all the different um, things in our life, all our different belief systems, mm -hmm. our gender, our race, our age, as a society, because again, you and I like to look at things that from uh, connectivity. You know, right. there nothing ex exists just by itself. Right. We like to say we in our in our company we like to say we connect the dots because we're so passionate of the sheer complexity that is a human being. So if you think about all the things that weigh on us that rule our emotions or that affect our emotions, as I said, our gender, women generally are expected to behave a certain way or react a certain way mm -hmm. and men a, a different way. And, and we can drill down that very, very deeply. But if we start with the belief and the understanding that emotions originate in thought and they're set into motion and that then has almost a domino effect into our actions. Mm -hmm. So emotions is just energy that's running through our bodies. And, and if we stop and, and think, okay, if, if I have a thought and that thought leads to emotion, and that emotion leads mm -hmm. me to take an action. It then makes logical sense for you to say, I need to understand what my thoughts are and I need to understand the emotions that I allow myself to have because of that thought or that belief so that I can better understand my actions and better have influence over my actions so they are the actions that have a positive or a supportive or a beneficial mm -hmm. Can somebody use feelings and emotions interchangeably? As, as we're discussing this, maybe someone's listening to us and uh, they think more maybe uh, along the terms of feelings or emotions. I think so. Are they about the same? Yeah, I think so. I, listen, you and I are not psychologists, but mm -hmm. I, I, as we say, we're passionate about uh, people and what makes people thrive and, and strive and survive, also sit in pain. So I think that for, for the purpose of our discussion, we can use them in the same way. And we should remind our listeners, of course, uh, Cecile and I are not uh, therapists, psychotherapists, no. um, anything like that. But uh, we are people with experience. We have friends who have shared their experiences uh, with us. And yes. uh, we also have a lot of um, awareness, which I think helps. Yes. 
Yes, and that's one of the things that um, it's it's a behavior pattern that is good for uh, our listeners to really start utilizing, being aware of how we feel, understanding what triggers those feelings and understanding mm-hmm. what thoughts trigger those feelings. And everybody has a different trigger. Absolutely. For different things. Absolutely. Yeah. If we say that emotions lead to behavior, the first thing you have to understand is that it, it can influence them typically in three different ways. We, we categorize them in three different ways. They influence our actions, as I said. Mm-hmm. They also uh, have uh, an influence of how we treat ourselves and how we treat others. And the third is it allows us to keep believing in, in having a certain pattern of behavior whether good or bad, mm-hmm. that um, that we just keep reinforcing based yeah. on our emotions and our actions. I remember a friend of mine um, on a hike, she was sharing her experience. She's a, a veteran of, mm-hmm. of many therapy sessions. And we were talking one day about fear, for example. Mm. And she says, fear will have you do one or two things. It makes you do something totally out of your box, totally you know unexpected, or it paralyzes you. Mm-hmm. So a, a lot of times I feel that fear will, will paralyze me, for example. I suddenly won't do anything instead of, of doing something. But if once I started thinking that over, then I had the choice of I'm not going to let it scare me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out a way to do something that I was comfortable with. That's right. So if you think of it this way, emotions, most therapists believe mm-hmm. that emotions are neither positive or negative mm-hmm. or good or bad they can cause you based on how you sit with them to to experience it in a negative or a bad way your Mm -hmm. example of of fear is a very very positive one you can be fearful of something terrible to happen in your life which causes you to take action that empowers your life right and you can be fearful of being too aggressive in a business venture that causes you to say you know what i need to really evaluate whether I need to make that investment, mm-hmm. whether I need to bet all the, 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 the resources of the firm to move in that direction. So it can help you come out of your box, as you said, mm-hmm. or, your, or your shell to, to take a different action. But it is important for us, that's one of the steps. People talk about five different things that they can do to really be able to understand their emotions and be okay. able to, to, um, to master their emotions. I don't believe in controlling your emotions. When we were talking about society places certain belief systems, certainly on gender, mm-hmm. you and I are, of course, of a certain generation, but I think it still holds true in, in certainly in many societies that men are supposed to be much braver. Men sure. are not supposed to show emotion. Mm-hmm. In my generation, men were not supposed to cry. Right. We but, talked about that in one of our earlier podcasts. That's in, right. in the business setting, I always felt that... Um, I was limited to what I could say or do that I had to always keep up the uh, stiff upper lip. Correct. And so if you if you think that you're controlling your emotions mm-hmm. but not recognizing them or addressing them, you're not controlling them. You're putting them in those little boxes like you said. You're putting them in categories. And they don't go anywhere. They sit there and they sit there and they fester. We all know people who mm-hmm. just held it mm-hmm. in and then they blew up or the woman who says he left the cap off the toothpaste one time too many and uh and that sent me over the edge so in this case cecile once again um having that awareness um is very important when you do put your emotions in these little boxes Mm -hmm. up high on the shelf and you basically want to forget about them they're still there Mm -hmm. and they're going to come back at you stronger and and who knows how it's going to end up and sometimes it's misguided Right. right. You you often release your emotions when you can't control them 
anymore or mm-hmm. you can't hold them in mm-hmm. or you do it in a safe place to people that you love and we call that misguided aggression you you unload it on someone because you know it's a safe place but that's not the place or the person that should have received that that download of emotion mm-hmm. but it needed to go somewhere um, and again we want to encourage people to take time every day to check in with themselves to check in with how they're feeling about things especially during times of uh, lots of stress mm-hmm. anxiety uncertainty that happens to us throughout our entire life yeah. we value people of action especially we as americans we 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 say oh that person's such a great person of action that person takes control mm-hmm. of their life well if we believe that thoughts lead to emotions why wouldn't we check in with our emotions why wouldn't we value our ability to master our emotions mm-hmm. be able to to put them in the place that benefits us the most that makes us a much more well-rounded human being And again, you're mentioning the word mastering. We're not controlling our emotions because a lot of times you'll hear from friends or from somebody, hey, reel it in. Exactly. You know, what are you doing? Um, And And, and basically, yes, but uh, what I believe that they're saying or a better way for you to interpret what they're saying is to say, stop and and acknowledge what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. How do I handle that feeling in Mm -hmm. a way that A, is a positive or or a benefit for me, even if the ben- even if the feeling is anger. Mm-hmm. I am angry at a social injustice. Mm-hmm. Do I lash it out you, or do I say, "What can I do to make that what change?" Can, yeah, what can I do today? Mm-hmm. So, look, the reality is that we have basically eight primary emotions that we access. Mm-hmm all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, we have 34,000 emotions that have been cataloged by scientists, even though- 34,000. 34,000. 34,000. 34,000, wow. even though it's not an exact science, um, but we primarily access eight emotions, and that's fear, sadness, anger, surprise, anticipation, acceptance, and disgust. Acceptance and disgust. Those Cor- are all feelings. Correct. Those mm. are the, the primary feelings that we access all day mm-hmm. long. And they can manifest in, in very different ways. But if we understand what thoughts lead to those emotions for us and how we can exercise mm-hmm. a different behavior and in a different conversation with ourselves, mm-hmm. that is a really powerful tool. It's a very powerful muscle that we can exercise. We talk about people being really strong. Mm-hmm. That, that person's so emotionally strong. Yeah, where are they finding that strength, right? That's when we see them. We find it from within. Yeah. Um, confidence comes from within. Confidence mm-hmm. comes from being in control of your life. What gives you control of your life? Knowing how you feel and how to harness those feelings, those emotions to give you a life. I don't want to say the outcome that you want. It's not mm-hmm. about controlling. It's about knowing yourself and knowing what causes you to act what either fly off the handle or think Mm -hmm. very very mindfully and positively and from strength to move forward in your life when you were just saying that the first three things that i thought about was awareness knowledge and experience at least for me the way i control my feelings i feel that knowing where i am knowing where i'm going and 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 that i've been here before and just experience helps Mm -hmm. me figure out how i'm going to handle it because i've seen the outcome if I don't handle it in a certain way, you know what I mean? Yes, and also being disingenuous mm-hmm. is not helpful. It's another way of, of putting things in a box, in a shelf, and, and not feeling it. Another way of that, the, the other side of that coin is to, well, I'm just gonna be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. Which, That's, of course, is, is 
It's not humanly possible. It's not possible. <laughs> it's not even mm-hmm. maybe tiny little babies, but yeah. at some point they're going to need a diaper change, or they're going to uh-huh. need to be fed, and they're going to have a different emotion. Yeah. Uh, they're going to access anger, or they're going to access yeah. want. Um, but so putting on a happy face, pretending that you're happy all the time is not possible. Right. What you're doing is you're not acknowledging how you feel, and you're trying to mask over that. What but, about what about those people? I've heard them say the only thing I have control of every single day is when I wake up. It's how I'm going to see the day. I'm going to either see it as a yeah. glass half full or a glass half empty, and that really kind of sets the tone for your day. Well, my father, who I adored and I admired, and was mm-hmm. a very very brilliant, kind human being, very self-aware. He used to say that the only thing in life he believed you could tr- truly control, uh-huh. the only thing, was your attitude which your attitude comes from your emotions. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I believe that. And I believe that you can, again, you can choose to, to mindfully and in the present look at how you're feeling about things look at what those triggers are and how you choose to behave from them um as i mentioned earlier there are there are five things that people do or that Mm -hmm. recommend to really be able to build this muscle to build this strength on how you feel towards things so that you can master your feelings master your Mm -hmm. thoughts and have a better outcome in your life well let's get into it what are those wonderful when the first one is what we're talking about Mm -hmm. recognize your emotions don't cloud them over don't have a judgment about them Mm -hmm. Uh, again as we were saying uh, men are told not to feel to always be strong if you're sad or if you're scared sit with that and it's okay and it's okay Mm -hmm. why am i sad why am i scared to be sad means that you're you're emotionally feeling a loss of something Mm mm-hmm Maybe a friend who died. Could have been your dog that died. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful feeling to feel that love and that loss. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to feel that. So Mm -hmm. to understand it, not pass any judgment. And when you can understand it and be kind to yourself while you're feeling those things, it will allow you to begin to have a certain level of emotional strength, which will then lead to emotional understanding and empathy for others we we have another podcast that we're we're doing about emotional intelligence well emotional intelligence can only happen when you yourself are aware Mm -hmm. of your emotions accept them understand where the pluses and the minuses are so what you're saying cecile it all starts with me that's right Mm -hmm. but it doesn't stop there okay you have to absolutely be aware of your feelings the Mm -hmm. thoughts that lead to those feelings so that you can connect authentically with people, not be disingenuous. Because as we've said in earlier in the conversation in another podcast, people react to that and the reaction is not a positive one. But you then have to be able to mm-hmm. understand, respect, and acknowledge the feelings of people around you, be they your employees, your staff, your uh, clients, or even your family members. And then from there, be able to take into account their feelings, how they are are perceiving a situation mm-hmm. as you make a decision or you take action. Right, because perception, of course, is reality for a lot of people. That's right. And when you're talking about empathy, Cecile, it's, I mean, a lot of people um, don't learn this sort of thing in school. It's its something that maybe is 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 in you. It's just innate and, and it works for you. Yes, and I think that empathy is, is also something that you learn in your community and certainly in your family. And um, there's, there's some interesting changes and some challenging changes Mm -hmm. that we've seen. The positive changes that we're seeing is that we are seeing in the workforce, we're seeing a a greater attention being paid to having 
leaders and even the individual employees have greater emotional intelligence. There's also statistics that support that an individual and a leader with higher emotional intelligence fares far better in the professional workforce. So this emotional intelligence or EQ, Cecile, is this something that can be developed in in a leader or is it one of these things you either have it or you don't? Absolutely, it can be developed. And it has to start with Mm -hmm. what we're talking about here. An emotionally intelligent individual Mm -hmm. understands their feelings, understands what what actions drive those feelings, Mm -hmm. and then is able to recognize that in someone else and take that into account. And from that standpoint of shared common views, of shared common purpose, Mm -hmm. is able to drive greater success or greater action. But it also is very very important. It's something some uh, a skill and a muscle that individuals can learn Mm -hmm. and can flex. Mm -hmm. So think about it this way, Juan. If I told you today that if you had greater emotional intelligence, Mm -hmm. your performance, the way your performance was evaluated in your your job was going to increase or is going to uh, have the weight of 58% of how you're measured is your emotional intelligence. What that means is um, you could be uh, working at a McDonald's mm-hmm. and and still be measured. Your success in, in your contribution to your work is weighted at 58% in your emotional intelligence. Well, what does that mean? Your ability to connect with people, your ability mm-hmm. to have people enjoy the interaction of working with you as teammates. People feel that you're a really a team player. Remember all those words that we learned right, sure. as we were coming into the professional workforce. But as a person, a person who has emotional intelligence is usually someone, let's say in your your friends or in your family, the person that you go to for advice, the person that you feel really listens to you Mm -hmm. and gives you advice, understanding who you are and with your best interest at heart. So it's something that all of us not only have and can learn, but it's something that we should always be working on to improve and to become more grounded, more sympathetic, more empathetic. To, to each other in our environment. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that, and I immediately flashed back to one of my jobs in, in, in college, in my early years in college. I signed up to be um, a holiday cashier at a store. Oh, my gosh, and that's a tough, it, tough job. It, it was tough, but, you know, um, as, as the weeks went on, I kept getting moved up, promoted, moved towards the... Um, the register that was closest to customer service. Then they wanted to be a, me to be a customer service rep. And then I eventually was running the front line of, of cashiers and I was maybe 19 years old. So I think I had what you were talking about where I just connected with people, I was enjoying my job and, and, and people liked dealing with me. That's and managers true. would come to me. They wanted me to continue growing with the company, but it wasn't my field of study. So I decided, you know, thank you, but no thanks. And so that's a really important example, Mm -hmm. Juan, and I'm so glad that you shared it with us. So let me me talk about two points that Mm -hmm. you made. First of all, 90% of top performers in any profession, no matter what job you do, Mm -hmm. are ranked high in emotional intelligence. Now, relative to the story that you shared, you said that was not your career. That was not what you wanted to do, but you showed up every day. In a, in a job that is really tough to do. I worked retail when I was mm-hmm. in college as well. And people are stressed out. People are in a hurry. They're trying to mm-hmm. find what they what they need. Maybe they don't find it. All of these things that we know people go through in, during the holiday shopping, which is supposed to be a really fun, happy time. Right. You're absorbing all of that. And because of the way you engage with people, the way you made them feel, the way you quote unquote serviced their needs mm-hmm. which in that shopping experience, 
made it a much better experience for everybody and that was recognized it's not perhaps the accuracy of how you did whatever it is that you were doing mm-hmm. it's the way everybody around you including your consumers were experiencing yeah and i was doing just a, a, a fun job for me it was fun to do and i would do things without being asked and suddenly it was rewarding in, in, in some way and whether you thought about it um I didn't think about it back then, but now that you're talking about this EQ, I think that's exactly what it was. And that's just it. You weren't even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You didn't set up that day to say, no. I am going to have Not great EQ today and my life is going to be better. Most things in life that are this fundamentally important, mm-hmm. sometimes we, we do or not do just automatically. So if we bring mindfulness to that, if we allow ourselves the space to to really think about what thoughts lead to our actions and how we can then choose to believe or not believe in those thoughts and, and mm-hmm. really understand those emotions and therefore the, the actions, we can improve our life, which leads us to, to the second point, which is um, create a space and a time to really address things, emotions that are really weighing on you. Um, what we mean by that is, uh, let's say you, you're a person that's constantly wor- worrying okay. about different things. If you do that at work, we know that that creates distraction and maybe you're not as productive. If you do it in your personal life, if you're sitting at home worrying about 10 different things, mm-hmm. whether you're trying to cook dinner or interf- you know interact with your kids or your friends, you're not 100% present. And right. you're not either enjoying what you're doing to the fullest or solving the problem. And people pick up on that. Your 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 partner will pick up on that, your, your boss, That's your coworkers. Right. That's right, but more mm-hmm. importantly, you are not being your best self. Right. You are not moving yourself forward. So schedule a time in your day to say, you know, I, I've been worrying about how do I move through this problem. I'm going to take 15 minutes, 20 mm-hmm. minutes, whatever that is, and I'm really going to think about it. And I'm going to ask first ask myself, why am I feeling this way? Okay. What am I thinking about? What story am I telling myself? What behavior am I, am I doing over and over again? And why do I do it? Why do I feel this way? Or why do I allow someone to make me feel this way? What is, what is that bringing up in me? I know a lot of companies have set aside spaces within the office for these sort of uh, Zen zones, the quiet places, right? Where you can sign up for a 15 minute timeout. It's got a little couch. You can lie down or, or you can sit down and do whatever you need Mm -hmm. to do to just take those few minutes to. To come to terms with to yourself decompress. And, and decompress. Mm-hmm. I have that in our office. We call it the quiet room. We actually have mm-hmm. a, a massage chair in there where you can go and sit and, and really relax. And, <laughs> that and it sounds fantastic. And let me tell you, people really use it. I know Sean, our, our executive producer, definitely uses it because he's a very active hiker. And, and sometimes it's mm-hmm. that you just need a little bit of rest and sometimes you just need some quiet time. Mm-hmm. It's similar to when you hear people say, if you really feel stressed, if you really feel that your emotions are carrying you away. Right. Take five deep breaths, right. quiet your mind, relax. And that's a, a, certainly a, a part of what we're talking about mm-hmm. here. Allow yourself the time to think about an emotion or a thought or a worry that's really, uh, or it, may, it could be something positive, but give, give the respect to that emotion or that concern the time to really think it through. Take a minute and recognize what's going on Wonderful. within you, right? Absolutely. And then the third is once you've done that is, is as we mentioned, mm-hmm. understand those feelings, understand what the core of those feelings are. And is that helping you in your life or, or helping solve X right. or is it having a, a bad impact in your life? And once you decide on that, you can either, you basically hit the uh, fork in the road. You can mm-hmm. decide which way you want to go. Correct. Mm-hmm. But you can do it 
from a point of really understanding right. why you're doing knowledge. this. Mm-hmm. And, and also sometimes it's you might be functioning from a, a thought or a belief that is not even real, that is not mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. As an example, um, you, you can say you can go to the gym and you are working out very hard and you're constantly looking at people that are have a great body or better than you exactly Mm -hmm. exactly or or they're working harder Mm -hmm. than you and you can say oh my god i'm never going to get there Mm -hmm. oh gosh i'm I'm doing this all wrong but you're still trying to do the work but you're you're giving you're having a conversation with yourself that is not propelling you forward right instead of saying well, why do I keep comparing myself to that right. person? And why am I focusing on that? Why why am I allowing myself to think those things? And is it helping me, one, in the enjoyment of my workout, or two, maybe changing my workout instead right. of focusing on that person, focus mm-hmm. on me and yeah. why I'm feeling the way I feel. I've been there before. And when you go down that spiral, Cecile, it's very easy to just you know, pick up your headphones and walk out of the gym and say, what am I doing here anyways? It's it's not going to get any better today. I'm, and you leave. Correct. Or even in the professional sense. We, mm-hmm. we see this when we talk to um, a lot of uh, recent college graduates. We mm-hmm. do a lot of pro bono work in our in our company. Mm-hmm. And you can see those individuals that raise their hand and ask a question because they feel they have a right to. And then you can see people that are a little bit shyer because maybe they think, Oh, it's going to be a stupid question. How many Mm -hmm. people say that? How many people start that? This might sound like a stupid question, but why are you telling yourself those things? Or I've been there before, too, where you're hoping somebody else is going to ask your question before you so that you don't even have to raise your hand. Because you're afraid. And so what conversation are you having with yourself that's causing those feelings which Mm -hmm. is stopping you to, to take action Right. that could have a better effect in your life? And the fourth is... um, something that that is really for me personally mm-hmm. it is very hard to do mm. what's that half of it okay. so the, is creating a list of what causes good feelings in your life and qu- what causes bad feelings i can tell you it's very easy for me to tell me to tell anybody this is how i get my happy on for me it's dancing right i love dancing i i, I compete in ballroom but the hard part for me is i know that i have a really difficult time feeling like i'm vulnerable Mm-hmm. Or, or that I'm weak or that I can't excel at at something. And what's funny is, as a spectator who has seen you dance, you never show that to the audience. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. And in a personal life, it's very hard for me to feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I overcompensate by trying to control everything. Right. Mm-hmm. When the last thing in life you can do is control somebody else. Right. And so be allowing myself to say... I'm going to let the person behave the way they behave. I'm going to create capacity and space to be empathetic to that mm-hmm. person. But I am going to allow myself to feel whatever loss and vulnerability comes from not connecting the way I mm-hmm. wanted to connect with that person. And that's really hard for me. And letting go is just the weight off your shoulders when you do that. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I can look at the individual in the exchange of that relationship in a more honest way instead mm-hmm. of holding right. on because I don't want to have the vulnerability of not not being in control or mm-hmm. not having the outcome be what I wanted. Right. And the other person then sees you that way. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can end up in a, in a bad situation. Right. Um, we were talking about the conversation that people have with themselves that they're embarrassed to ask a question, they're afraid mm-hmm. to, to take a, 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 a step up front and say, I think I can do this. If you do that consistently, and we see this in the work that we do, you rob yourself of the opportunity to advance in your life 
advance perhaps in a relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and really achieve what you want in your life because you're listening to a, a recording. I almost said tape, tape recording, which <laughs> is a little bit our old fashioned. You're listening to a dialogue that's going on in your life that, that maybe you, it's so comfortable f- to you because you've heard it all your life. Maybe right. you heard it in your family. Stopping and saying, going through the, the first four steps and so that you can really understand why why does this why is this playing in my head why are these thoughts there and are they true maybe they were true at one point in your life mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're true now mm-hmm. and the fifth is um drawing from that is um really understanding what gets your happy on does right. that give you a good or or a negative uh, feeling and, and and how do you do more of the good to boost your emotions mm-hmm. and then really understanding what is those bad what is the what are the emotions that, that block you, that stop you from going forward in your life? And that is going to be, Juan, I believe, a lifelong exercise that you go through. Absolutely. There are people that mm-hmm. um, are so concerned about public speaking. Right. I think um, if you rank the things that people are most afraid of, public speaking is is up there. That's not, not a problem for me, and clearly it's not a problem for you. Well, actually, I, I sometimes it is a problem. Because really? I will tell you there are times where I've been asked to emcee an event or host something, and I agree to it because it's a nice community uh-huh. uh, event or, or something to do. And after I say yes, I just drive myself crazy. Why did I say yes? That's and I start to worry, and I start to overthink it. And then finally I get to it, and when you know the green light goes, I go, and then when it's all over, I'm just so happy it's over. So I know what you're talking about. And you mm-hmm. are very talented. You are really funny and <laughs> you are someone that is is always gives off this this air of being in command certainly of your profession and your craft mm. but that's a really great example because that one degree of change from your normal started having different thoughts in your head and you started therefore having different ideas in your head right. which started giving you the anxiety or the emotions of why am I doing this but luckily you stopped in and you had a different conversation with yourself which led to different emotions, and the outcome was was great. And sometimes that fear does propel you, gives you a little bit of energy. When I first started in, in the in the news business, a lot of my um, live reports, people would say it was so good and there was so much energy uh-huh. in it. It was actually my nervous energy just trying to get through it. So it, I figured out, wow, okay, that's there's a way to harness that. That's right. And once I became more comfortable with it, um, then it was just a, a thing you could do. And we can do that in every aspect of our personal mm-hmm. lives, uh, even on things that are really, really hard. And, and again, let's just let's just stop and say all of these things that we're talking about, mm-hmm. this is the really hard work in life. Right. That's why we, we don't believe in, in um, controlling your emotions. We have to understand them. We have to face them. We have to ask ourselves, where are they coming from? We have to tell ourselves, is what I'm feeling true? Are these thoughts and ideas mm-hmm. true? Mm-hmm. Because it is really hard. And, and looking in situations of of, of horrible thing like uh, domestic abuse right. people ask I ask myself why do those women stay in right. there I, yeah. uh, sometimes it's economics uh, sometimes it's a lot of other social fear we've talked about fear correct, before mm-hmm. correct or believing that they can't leave right. and you ask yourself why is it so hard that's the power of emotions mm-hmm. that's the power of, of you running this, this thought process that reconfirms your emotions and reconfirms the truth of your existence. Mm-hmm. You have the power 
to start, even if it's small, to say, why do I believe this? Why do I believe that, that I deserve this in my life? Why do I believe that no one else is going to love me or, or have the capacity to, to help me right. and take care of me? Plant that seed. Correct. Mm -hmm. And that's why it starts with you. And this also happens in the workforce, as we're talking mm -hmm. about. In the workforce, uh, it's a little probably a little bit more magnified, your ability okay. to control your emotions, your ability mm -hmm. to take those five minutes to breathe deeply and, and think about why you're feeling this way and how you're going to react. So it's a productive uh, reaction for you and for everyone around you mm -hmm. and for, for your cl clients. Um, I don't believe in organizations that accept as just the way we are, where mm -hmm. the boss gets to lose control of their emotions, but right. the people below don't. Mm -hmm. That creates a culture that is not positive, that is not rewarding, that is not a, a culture where people are thriving at their very best. Mm -hmm. But I also don't believe um, that you can say, I'm in a particular field, this is my particular profession, and I'm I function from emotion. I mean, we know a lot of creative mm -hmm. people, certainly in places sure. like Los Angeles, will say, well, I'm a creative person, so therefore I function, I'm just a very emotional person. And you're allowed to be very emotional, right? That's right, mm -hmm. which is great to be in touch with your emotions, but that does not mean that you're living a healthy life by not thinking about everything else, the consequences of your mm -hmm. emotional outbursts, mm -hmm. or the consequences of not stopping and saying, I can't just tap into that my my primary emotions that make me feel good without stopping and thinking of the consequences even if the consequence is negative only to yourself for example financial stability it's it's really important that that again no matter how you see yourself whether mm -hmm. i'm a very stoic person i'm a very logical person or i'm a very emotional person you stop and say where are those feelings coming from and are they working towards me mm -hmm. And the last emotion that we did not talk about mm -hmm. as the as the most common eight is joyfulness or happiness. Mm -hmm. We are born knowing and understanding that emotion. We can choose to be positive and be joyful mm -hmm. and be optimistic in our life. And it's a it's a it's a muscle again that we can flex. It's something that we can look deep inside ourselves and say, if I ultimately want to be joyful and peaceful and happy in my life and feel like I'm in a good place. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to understand all the other emotions, all the other thoughts, and you have to connect the dots of how every thought that you have matters. It's going to have a mm -hmm. rippling effect in your life. You don't have to solve all of them today, but be mindful. Commit to taking a moment every day to say, why do I feel this way? Mm -hmm. Is this working for me? And choose to be the captain, the architect, the person at the steering wheel of how you feel, how the world experiences you, and how you contribute to the rest of the world. Thanks so much for listening to Ends With Z. We'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe at www.endswithz.com to get the latest updates from us. Also, email us with your questions or show suggestions. We'll be happy to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram for tips and insight as well. Until next week, make it a great day because above all else, you matter.